Every morning, Salvio Valentini walked the same way, zigzagging up steep steps, past shuttered buildings with faded for sale and to rent signs, not stopping to rest until he reached the small piazza high in the town. There he said his first buongiorno of the morning to old Francesco Rossi, who spent his days sitting beside the long dry fountain, trying to sell his few wrinkled apples. Salvio always bought one, and, biting into its soft, sweet flesh, turned and walked the final few metres across the piazza to the town hall, where he would sit at his desk and work until it was time to eat lunch. He loved this dilapidated medieval town, with its narrow streets, fresh mountain air, and views across the valley below. When he had stood as Montanello's mayor, he promised to restore the place to its former glory. He would make sure the abandoned buildings didn't crumble to ruins, and do his best to see that this didn't become yet another Italian ghost town. Salvio had meant every word, but six months later still had no idea how to make it happen. In the meantime, even more of its residents had died, or turned their backs on the town. Clinging to a mountain, Montanello looked impressive from a distance. People passing by often paused to take pictures, but few bothered to drive the final stretch of road to pay a visit, and those who did never stayed for long. This town didn't have any of the things tourists look for. It wasn't beside the sea. There were no smart shops, fancy bars, or historically significant monuments. It was just another hilltop village. And yet... It was beautiful, and Salvio couldn't bear to see it fade away. Somehow he would save it. He just needed to dream up a clever idea. At first, he thought the wisest plan was to track down those who had left. Hours of sifting through dusty files yielded the names of several owners of abandoned properties, and Salvio spent days delving further into the records to find out where some of them had gone. Many had headed for the cities, mostly Rome or Milan. Others had travelled further to places overseas. All were lured away when times were hard, dreaming of a better life. Now Salvio sent out letters and emails, trying to tempt them to return. He crafted those notes with so much hope and care. You still have a home in Montanello, and will be welcomed with open arms whenever you return, he wrote, reminding them of the slow pace of life, the fresh breezes and bright sunshine, the food, the wine, the traditions, all the things that made this part of Italy worth coming back to. Our quality of life is second to none, he promised. Some didn't bother to reply. If they did write, it was to say they weren't interested, they had finished with Montanello and weren't going to pay any property taxes they might owe either. A few were brusque. Others composed lengthy emails, but the message was the same. We don't want the house anymore. It is nothing but a burden. As far as we're concerned, the comune can keep it. This is crazy. Imagine giving up a house, Salvio said to his assistant Augusto, who had shuffled across and was peering over his shoulder at the latest email. Augusto was so ancient, 
that if ever he didn't appear at work in the morning, everyone feared the worst. He was a frail, bony man, but his mind was sharp, and he remembered so much about Montanello's past. These people feel as if they escaped. They don't want to be reminded of what they used to be when they were poor, he told Salvio. What we need here now is new blood. Foreigners who think a crumbling Italian building is romantic. Find them, and Montenello's problems are solved. You are suggesting we should rent out the empty houses to tourists? Oh, absolutely not! Augusto looked horrified. Then they would be the Comune's responsibility, and there aren't the funds to restore them properly. If the owners don't want these places, then we must sell them to people who do. Salvio considered the idea. More than anything, he wanted to be the one to halt this town's decline. If he could help it flourish again, fill it with people and life, he would feel as if he had achieved something truly worthwhile. Glancing out of the window down at the windswept piazza, empty aside from the old apple cellar, he thought anything was worth a try.